this is your hostess with the most things coach Callie Tammy out here in beautiful San Diego California this is my podcast life awakening I just want to thank you so much for joining me each and every week actually this is the beginning of week two um, and my first podcast was November 5th I already have 106 listens to date through today um, like just a few minutes ago I looked at it and I just want to thank all of you guys that have taken the time to, to check out my podcast and to listen to what it is that I have to say and I hope that you're getting some value and that you're enjoying it as much as I'm enjoying putting out this content for you um, thank you all so much for supporting me and just giving me the opportunity to to speak a little speak a little life into you and and give you a different perspective on how awesome your life could possibly be if you just took little baby steps each and every day so with that being said Thank you, thank you, thank you again. This is Sunday evening. Normally I do this on Monday afternoons when I get home from my morning clients at the gym. But, you know, I've got some time this afternoon or this evening rather. Well, there's no garbage trucks outside, which is great. <laughs> and uh, maybe no background noise. So uh, let's try this again uh, in the evening and, and see if it's a better time for me to record. So you guys are just getting it raw from the house in uh, my life as it is. So, uh, But today what I wanted to talk to you about is... Uh, you are where you are because of how you think. And that is a big saying that I say all the time. And I think I said it a couple of times in the, in the previous podcast. And that was a really big epiphany for me as I was getting into my personal growth as I was coming out of the dark places, out of my uh out of the shadows, out of depression. I don't even like to give it a label. Uh at that time when I was going through it, I didn't call it depression. Uh, I just called it my soul was dark. I was in a dark place. And I, I just like that better. I don't feel like that's a label. And, you know, I never went to therapy. I never took any antidepressant drugs. I I did it all myself. I, I worked on myself and I made that happen. And I'm not saying that those things are bad things. I'm saying that you get to choose what direction it is that you go. And if those things help you, then by all means, please pursue those avenues. I'm just sharing my story and what I did and how I came through it. Okay. So with that being said, one of the books, and I've talked about this before, it's probably my favorite book. <laughs> Actually, it is my favorite book, Andy Andrews and Mastering the Seven Decisions. Uh, the Traveler's Gift and Mastering the Seven Decisions. And he talks about in there all the time. You are where you are because of how you think. Your current situation, circumstances, life, where you live, your kids, your job, your house, your car, your friends, your extracurricular activities or not, are all a byproduct of how you think and believe. A belief is just a thought you keep thinking Everything that happens in our life starts with a thought. Good, better, and different, it starts with a thought. Now, one of the girls that I graduated high school with, her name is Kim Isabel, and I know that she listens to my podcast. Hey, Kim, thank you so much. I love you. Uh, she shared another podcast that she listens to with me, and I've listened to three episodes of that today, and it's uh, 
Miss Rachel Hollis with the Rise Podcast. I listened to her on Stitcher. I'm sure she's on all the major podcasts. And um, she was interviewing a lady named Jasmine Starr. And they were talking about uh, marketing on Facebook and social media and all that other kind of stuff. And I feel like that's, you know, one of the things that I need to work on. And I catch myself saying all the time, I suck at marketing. I suck at this or I suck at that. Well, you know what? You speak speak what you seek. Well, if I keep talking about I suck at this or I suck at that, then, you know, I'm going to continue to suck at those things. And I don't want to continue to suck at those things. So um, in the personal training world or CrossFit world, Spartan world, we say chase what you suck at. So ergo, I need to work on my marketing and advertising and figure out how to reach my audience in a more productive way, how to reach more people, basically, is what that means in in layman's terms. So that was a real interesting podcast. I was just, you know, I just read the titles and so I was listening to it. And wow, when I say they dropped some bombs on me, like they got into some stuff that I talk about all the time. So I was like, these women have already made it. Like they are... They own million-dollar businesses. They've created this following, these tribes of women and or men. And they they have this following, and they teach other people to do these things, and they have something that I want. Um, success leaves clues. So, you know, and, and they were talking about you have to define success for yourself. Everybody has a different definition of success. If you listen to society, society says success is, you know, being a CEO at a company. Well, you know what? Not everybody wants to be a damn CEO at a company. I don't. I have no desire whatsoever to be a CEO at somebody else's company. Now, if I'm the CEO of my company, that's different. I am the CEO of my company. I'm a part of three different network marketing businesses. I'm a personal trainer. I'm a life coach. I'm a public speaker. I'm an author. I am the CEO of TammyLoftus.com. I'm building my brand. I am the CEO of my Life Awakening podcast, my Life Awakening course. I am the CEO of that. But I don't want to be the CEO of a bank or the CEO of a law firm, or the CEO of uh, 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 another business of whatever, Kmart, Sears, Macy's. Now, I have zero desire to do any of that. So, some people, and I'll talk about women because I'm a woman, I don't, I can't think like a man, I can only think like a woman, (laughs) You know, Steve Harvey Harvey wrote an amazing book called Think Like a Man. Um, Act Like a Lady, Think Like a Man. And it was it was phenomenal. So it gave us a lot of insight to how a man thinks when it comes to relationships. But I want you to think about like what is success to you? Okay? Like we are where we are because of how we think. Did you know, and, and, I, and I'm going to tell you straight up, I got this, this, next little, this, this next little segment right here from Rachel Hollis and from um, uh, Jasmine. 
Okay, they said this on her podcast. I want to make sure that I give them credit for this because this is not my information, but I am damn sure going to use it because it is powerful. Did you know that we think on average 60,000 plus thoughts a day? 60,000 thoughts a day. Of those 60,000 plus thoughts a day, did you know that three quarters of them are negative? 75% of the thoughts that run through your head are negative for the average person. I wouldn't say 75% of my thoughts are negative. Um, and then the, the next thing she said, and this is what blew me my, blew my mind, and I made a Facebook post on it today, and I said I was going to talk about it on my podcast, and this is, this is where this podcast came from. Do you ever think about what you think about? mind blown do you ever think about what you think about when you have those moments in time and the runaway train of the negative thoughts gets going law of attraction gets a hold of that and the momentum's going you might as well be on a on a downhill slope in san francisco headed into the bay and the brakes just went out because there's no way you're going to stop it or actually, let me rephrase that. You can stop it, but there's one of two ways. One of three ways. You're either going to go to sleep where all momentum stops, which is what I said in a previous podcast. You can go into meditation where all momentum stops, which is what I said in the previous po- podcast. Or you can die. And you go into the afterlife and all momentum stops. <laughs> Those are your options when momentum gets going in the wrong direction. Now, I would prefer that you didn't die. I would prefer that you choose to sleep or choose meditation. I think that is a healthier way to go. Just saying. Now, if you can catch your thoughts and say, is this, is this a positive thought or is this a negative thought? Is this a positive thought or a negative thought? If it's a negative thought, how can you make it positive? And I know that sounds very cumbersome, and it, but it's not. You know what I mean? I, and now you're talking to somebody, or you're listening to somebody, because you're not physically talking to me, but you're listening to somebody whose primary thoughts, I would say I was way more than 75% negative for a really long time. I would say I was probably closer to 85 or 90% negative all the time. As I said in my last podcast, I even told you that, you know, when I go back and I'm looking through my Facebook memories through those dark times, I look at my post and I'm like, oh, it hurts my heart. Like it hurts my heart because I feel the hurt and the pain and the anger and the resentment that was spewed on my Facebook at that point in time. And like I was so glad that nobody else liked those because nobody else saw them and I got to delete them because I never want to see that stuff pop up again. And then I'd catch that one little glimpse of something that was positive. One. I would say if I had to put a ratio to the positive post versus the negative post, I probably had one positive post to every 50 negative and that's, I, I'm not being far-fetched. I am not over-exaggerating. I was being sarcastic, hateful, and negative. 
80, 50 to 1. Maybe, maybe, maybe 50 to 2. Those aren't good odds, man. Now, today, I can tell you it's definitely flipped. It's probably, oh, you won't catch a negative post on my, on my page now. I, my thoughts, do I have negative thoughts? Absolutely. I would be lying if I said I didn't. But do I catch them before they run out of, run away and turn into a runaway train? Absolutely. Most of the time when I catch a thought, I'm like, where did that come from? You know, it came from me. I thought it. But there was something else that triggered it. So I'm always on a mission to figure out what those triggers are, triggers are so that I can look at them and change my perspective on them, check them off so they don't trigger me anymore. If you can change your perspective and you can change how you look at a circumstance or something that has happened, then you can change your outcome and not ever change the facts. So that's really what I mean about, have you ever thought about what you think? So do you, have you noticed that when you have those negative thoughts, that your emotional status is way more down on the lower end of the registry? Anger, hurt, frustration, despair, sadness, sorrow, depression, uh, resentment, rejection, humiliation, shame, unworthiness. All of those fall under that. Now, when you're having your positive thoughts, you're more around happy, joy, uh, love. Love is the highest one that you can get. Uh, elation. Um, satisfaction. All of those are great ones to be. Like, I, I think... <laughs> Awesome should be uh, be an emotion because that's where I'm at all the time. I feel like I'm awesome. I, my emotional status is awesome. My thought process is awesome. My life is awesome. I think that should be an emotion. Maybe we should put in a put it put that on the voting ballot. Uh, new emotion to add to the registry. Awesome or awesomeness. So, do you ever think about how you think? You are where you are because of how you think. Your beliefs are just thoughts you keep thinking. So if you can change your thoughts to positive from negative, you can change your beliefs from debilitating to building and if you can change your beliefs, you can change your life from average to extraordinary. I don't know about y'all, but there is nothing about average that I want. I don't want an average car, which I don't have one. 
I don't want an average house, which I don't live in one, even though it's not mine, I still live in it. <laughs> um, I don't want average friends, which I don't have. I don't want an average man, which I don't have. I don't want an average job, which I don't have. Everything that I do, I seek extraordinary. I seek above and beyond. Because every day I try to do something that helps me grow and be a better person than what I was yesterday. Every single day I do my very best to help someone else be better than how I found them. Help them feel a little better. Make them smile. You know, I, can, I, I wish I could count the number of times I have walked up to a perfect stranger. Whether it's at a mall or a restaurant, walking down the street. And I see them and they have this look on their face of how I felt when I was in the dark places. And look at them, I'm like, and I walk up to them. And I don't know them. I've never seen them before in my life. And I walk up to them and I was like, hey, I know you don't know me, but like you look like you need a hug. Would you mind if I gave you a hug? I would just really, I really, really just want to give you a hug. And they look at me for a second. One, like I'm crazy and I might be. But they were like, you know, a hug would be great. And they allow me to give them a hug. And I hug them so tight. I give them one of those big mama southern, like, <laughs> if you guys ever saw Martin Lawrence and Big Mama, that big mama, or Medea, big hug. Arms wrapped around them, big, big bear hug, squeeze. <sighs> and then I, I whisper in the ear. It's going to be okay. Tomorrow's a new day. And just know that somebody loves you. If you can't think of anybody, you can think of me. I give them another big squeeze. Ask them if they need anything. I ask them if they want to talk. And if they say no to both of those questions, it's like, okay, well, I hope you have a great day. And I hope it made it, I hope I made it better, even for just this one minute. And I walk away and I give them their space to be in that moment, but I left them better than how I found them. I think about what I think. I think about what I think about other people. I do my very best to not ever be judgmental because I, you never know what somebody else is going through. I think about what I think about my food. <laughs> Why do I like certain foods or not? Why do I like certain tastes, smells, textures or not? I think about what type of books it is that I like to read or not. I think about why I don't have a TV. I don't have a TV because I don't find anything that is worth watching on TV other than college football, and it's seasonal. And I don't watch <laughs> as diehard as an Alabama fan is, as diehard a fan as I am for the Alabama Crimson Tide. I don't watch every game. I watch the big games. And that's about it. Now, looking through my Facebook feed, I remember 
or I see, and I remember very vividly, Saturdays, I wouldn't even work on a Saturday because I was going to be up and watching college game day by 9 a.m. And I would sit in front of that damn TV watching football all day long until 10 o'clock that night. And then I would get up, I'd get dressed, and I'd go party out at the bar until 6 o'clock in the morning. That was my Saturday. I wasted a whole 24 hours doing nothing that was going to do anything for me or my future whatsoever. And that's what I think about. It's like everything that I do, I think about, is this going to take me where it is that I want to go? Is this personal development book that I'm reading, is this, when I start reading, I generally know in the first two or three chapters, or I'll look at the, the table of contents and say, okay, that chapter, that chapter, that chapter, this book is 20 bucks. I can go to the library. I can read these three chapters and I'm, I don't have to buy this book because I don't think this book for those three chapters is going to warrant $20. Now, if I read those three chapters and it blows me away, I'm spending 20 bucks on that chapter, on that book. Now, that's just my thought process. I don't know how, how you do that or what, how you determine what books it is that you read. I don't typically, for the most part, buy a whole lot of fiction books. I buy books that... I read books with a purpose. I have a pen and a highlighter and sometimes a notebook in hand when I read a book because I'm reading that book. I'm thinking about why I'm reading that book. I'm reading that book because it is supposed to help me or it's going to help me get my thought process to a place that is going to get me to my end goal. You know, at the beginning, I, I said that you have to define success for yourself. If I had to define success, I'm already a success. Success was having kids to me for a long time. Check it off the box. That made me a success. As a mom, I had good and bad moments just as all, all of us moms do. Was I the best mom on the face of the planet every day that I walked while, they, while my kids were at home? Absolutely not. Was I the best mom that I knew how to be based on, the, um, based on how I was raised and what I knew a mom was not supposed to be? Absolutely. My mom, she had great mom moments, great best friend mom moments. But the majority of times, she was not a great mom. So I learned what not to do as a mom. And that gave me the contrast to figure out what I did want to do. But I am best friends with my kids now, man. And so it was all worth it. I learned success. I am one of the most awesome GGs on the face of the planet. And all of my grandkids will tell you that. Success. I beat and overcame childhood sexual abuse. Success.
I beat and overcame the dark places, shadows, depression, success. I was a 42-year-old stripper and walked away cold turkey when I became a personal trainer and changed my life. Success. I have been a personal trainer for almost, in March will be seven years. And I have built two amazing businesses at two different gyms and got amazing results for my clients. Success. I became a life coach and a public speaker and have touched so many people and changed their lives. Success. I got to go out of the country for the first time ever and I got to scatter my mom's ashes and set her free from the box she lived in for her whole entire life. Success. And when I set her free, I not only set myself self free, I set everybody else that was on that mountain free, and I set my whole entire family free and changed my legacy forever. Success. But just because I check off these boxes of success for myself doesn't mean that I'm done. It even says in the Bible, people without a vision perish. I translate that into, if you're not growing, you're dying. I remember the days where I wanted to die. I remember the days that I didn't want to breathe. I remember the days that waking up and breathing generally pissed me off and I didn't care if I lived or died that day. I can tell you now, I desperately want to live. I want to breathe. I, want to, I don't only want to live on this planet. I want to leave my footprint on it. And I want to change the perception that this world has of what life is really supposed to be. You're not supposed to be average. I'm going to get one of those allergy bracelets. And on it, I'm going to put allergic to average. I mean, now, I, don't get me wrong. If you're happy where you are. And next year, you're in the same place, doing the same thing, at the same job, in the same house, with the same car, with the same bank account, with the same amount in your savings, with the same retirement, if any. And you're okay with that? High five your success. You have reached the top of the mountain that you set for yourself. Good job. What's next? Are you going to stay there at the top of the mountain? Or are you going to travel down in the valley and figure out what it is that you want to do next? Me? One mountaintop ain't enough. There's so much that I want to do and so much passion that I have inside of me that I want to share with so many people on this planet. I'm telling you, this is only the beginning. I'm so thankful for the platform to have this podcast to be able to share with you guys each and every week. But I want you to define what sex, sex, success is for you. There's a blooper reel for you. What is success 
to you. If you own your own business, that's a success. If you're working on trying to figure out how to market your business and do it on social media, of course, Jasmine Starr dropped a bomb on here. Her and, and Rachel Hollis both did. Your business is a success because people are interested in you. They don't care about your business, not for real. They care about you and how you treat them and how you communicate with them. You become somebody that can communicate and talk and share your life and what you do and let people see the authentic you, you will be a success and your business will also be a success. That's just my perspective. That's just my opinion. You, you have to figure it out and try it for yourself. The heart and soul of your business is you. The heart and soul of your family is you. The heart and soul of your friendships begins with you. What you define as success when you think about what you think about when your thoughts become beliefs that are positive versus negative Halloween. All this goes hand in hand in what I talked about with the last the last three podcasts. Choosing to be happy. That's a success. The potential, the pure potential inside you because you were born with God-given potential. When you figure out and you feel and you live and you breathe the potential that you have inside of you, that's a success. When you have a grateful heart and you're appreciative of every breath that you take and everything it is that comes into your life experience, that is a success. Being a success could be, you know what? I got up every morning this week at 6 a.m. and I got up on time and I had a healthy breakfast. I've never done that for an entire week before and you know what? That is a success. You know what? I'm 50 pounds overweight. I have no idea what to do in a gym but I get up every day and I walk in the, in, in the doors. At the, I bought a gym membership and I walk in those doors every day. I haven't done anything since I got to that gym, but I walk through those doors every day. And to me, just walking through that door is uncomfortable as I feel. And as embarrassed as I feel about where I am in this life. As sad as I feel as I allowed myself to get in the, in the shape that I am right now. I walk through those doors because I know if I walk through those doors every day, there's going to be a day 
when I do something, when I walk through those doors. The day that I do something, when I walk through those doors, even if it's just get on the treadmill for five minutes, that's a success. If I go in and I talk to a personal trainer, even though I don't hire him, she or he is going to give me some information that I can use that's going to make me better. That's a success. If I do research online on Google, use the Google search bar, what is a healthy meal plan for the next six weeks, and I find one that I think that I can do for me, that is a success. You know what? I'm too embarrassed to go to a gym, so I'm going to go to the park and I'm going to walk that five-mile track three times a week. That's a success. got to define what success is for you. You've got to start on purpose. On purpose, you have to think about what you think about. Can you imagine what your life will be like? Not if, but when you start thinking about what you think about and you turn that 75% negative into only a 50% negative and you lift up your positive thoughts just 25%. You got 50% negative, 50% positive, but you got 25% more positive. Your life is going to change. And you know what? If you can get to a 50-50 positive negative, I guarantee you you can get to a 75-25 positive negative swing. And when I tell you your life will become something that is on steroids like nothing that you have ever known, I kid you not because I'm there and I've done it and it is amazing. Anything is possible if you think about what you think about. You are where you are because of how you think. And I know I've said that 50 times in this podcast, but it, it, it is so true. It is ingrained. It is like stamped on my freaking forehead, man. You are where you are because of how you think. If you guys can grasp a hold of this and you can start thinking about what you think about and make that positive swing, I know you can change your life because I did it. And it's an amazing life. It takes the same amount of energy to think a negative thought as it does to think a positive thought. The exact same amount of energy to think a negative thought as it does to think a positive thought. So if you think about what you think about and your thoughts are, or your beliefs are just thoughts that you keep thinking, and you are where you are because of how you think, Wouldn't you rather put your energy into thinking positive than to thinking negative? 
I said in my first podcast, happier people make more money. Happier people get more opportunities. Happier people are positive people. Happier people have more positive thoughts than they do negative thoughts. So now let's equate that. If you think about what you think about and you're thinking more positive, that's going to make you a happier person. If you want to make more money, happier people make more money, which means you need to think more positive, which means you need to think about what you think about and think more positive. If you can't think more positive, start thinking about what you're grateful for. That will make the shift. Start doing the gratitude journal. You know, this this coming up Thursday is Thanksgiving. And I, being from the South, <laughs> love Thanksgiving. I love Thanksgiving food. I am a I am a Southern mama. Okay? If you ever get the opportunity to meet my kids or anybody in my family, or even my friends that have been to my house for Thanksgiving. They will tell you, Timmy throws down in the kitchen during the holidays. I throw down in the kitchen anytime, but holidays especially. I cook a big turkey. I cook a big ham. I make a sweet potato casserole. And it's got the brown sugar topping on it. And I do one with pecans and one with marshmallows because my kids like marshmallows. I like pecans. <laughs> I do homemade mashed potatoes. I do jalapeno black eyed peas. There's a five cheese macaroni and cheese. Uh, I make the, I, I don't make stuffing. I don't know what stuffing is. I make good old Southern dressing. It's got the meat in it. It's got the hard boiled eggs in it. It's, it's got uh, celery in it. And it's got a nice little uh, seasonings all in there. And it's got a nice little kick to it. Oh, so freaking awesome. Yeah, and then we got pumpkin pie. You know, in the South, they have the debate whether it's sweet potato pie or pumpkin pie. And the best part about all of that, you know, it's a lot of work. It's two days worth of cooking. Easily. I, I normally start cooking the night before. So the next day, and I cook my turkey overnight. So I can pull it out, it can be cooled off so it can be cut, cook the ham the next morning. After the ham comes out, then I put in the cornbread and stuff. Well, actually I cook cornbread for the dressing and have it made up. And so all I gotta do when the ham comes out of the oven, I throw the dressing and sweet potato casserole in the oven and it can cook. And by the time everybody gets to the house, we just pull everything out and we sit down, we say the blessing and we eat. I rarely let anybody help me make Thanksgiving dinner. I do all the work. Now my grandkids, they can come in there. I teach them how to cook what Gigi cooks. And uh, they they like to watch me cook or help me cook. And they'll help me clean the kitchen and do all that. But I am so thankful for the opportunity to get to cook all that food. So thankful for all the food they can sit on that table. I'm so thankful for my family to be able to come spend that day with me. Or me go spend that day with them. Usually I go over to my son's house or my daughter's house and I do all the cooking and whoever we're doing Thanksgiving, Thanksgiving at would, would do it there. 
Um, or even go over to my brother's house, my brother Billy. We'll go over to his house and I cook everything. Sometimes we do uh, Thanksgiving on uh, Rival Saturday and we watch the Alabama-Auburn game and we'll make chili instead of making, you know, uh, we'll do chili at his house because we just had all the Thanksgiving food a couple of days before. But I think about what it took for our family to be together. All the things that had to happen. All the people that um, came together and did the planning, brought the food, all the electricity and the gas that it took to cook the food, the people that, you know, put the, the pipes in, that did the, um, put the wires up for the electricity in order for us to be able to cook. All of that awesome stuff. For the truck drivers that brought all the foods to the grocery store. For the farmers that grew it, um, raised the turkeys and raised the pigs in order for us to have the ham and the turkey and, you know, all the fixings that go along with it. When you think about all of the things that had to happen in order for that one day, that one meal, to be as perfect as you can make it. How can you not be grateful and appreciative for all the things of life? that happen to you and for you each and every day. When you can think about those things and genuinely have all this love in your heart, there's no way that you can have a positive thought because now the momentum is going on the positive thought on the positive side for your gratefulness and your appreciation. Depression and, and depression and appreciation can't live in the same house. Anxiety and gratitude can't live in the same house. Frustration and love can't live in the same house. Frustration and happiness can't live in the same house. If you focus on what it is that you want, find a different way to look at the things that you don't want. There's gold in there. There's something that you can learn. There's something that can make you better. You would change the world as you know it today. It's not going to be instant. Nothing is instant. We don't live in a... It took you not... If you know anything about birthing babies, when you get pregnant, you don't have a baby the next day. It takes nine months for that baby to grow inside you before you have it and you give birth. Your dreams, write them down. Write them down. Make them real. And when you write them down, write down why you want them. What's that feeling you're going to get when you get it? What's that feeling? One of my big dreams, I started writing my book three years ago. When I started writing that book, I thought 
keyword thought, since we're talking about thinking, I thought I was healed enough to write that book. Got to the emotional parts and I had a breakdown. I was like, oh no, I cannot write this right now. I am not ready. I had to put it away. When I got the vision and the thoughts to come to San Diego and I made the decision to move out here, once I got here, I got the inspired action. I followed my intuition and it was time to write the book. I set aside time every day and I wrote the book. When I sat down and I said, okay, I want to have my book and had had my part done, my writing done by the end of July, I set time aside each week, certain days. So I, I didn't write every day. I'd be lying if I said it. I, I did not write every day. And there were some days when I planned to write and when I sat down to write, I didn't have it. And I was like, you know what? This isn't happening today. And I was okay with that. I didn't get upset because I didn't write that day. I was just like, okay, this isn't happening. And when I got the thought to write, I couldn't get to my computer fast enough. And I was like, and I finished my part. I, I don't think it was by July 31st, but it was, I finished the writing part, but I had to go back and do my proofreading before I handed it off to my editor. And I would say that was like the first week in August when I finished all that. But it's out of editing now. She sent me a text message this week. I am so freaking excited. Uh, and when I say she said it to me Tuesday afternoon, my book is out of editing. She was like, hey, Miss Author, I just want to let you know I am done editing your book. Uh, I have logged out. I've put some notes in, on, on the side. And, you know, it's time for you to go change the world. So now i got to do my proofreading after what it is that she's done. I've got to get my book cover set. And, um, yeah, I'll be hitting publish after the first of the year. That's a dream come true to me, to be a best-selling author, to help be a humanity-plus person. I'm helping people by sharing my story and letting them see my life where it was and where it is in it, and to help them know that they can do the same things that I did and they can change. I really cannot wait for you guys to hear this podcast. I can't wait for you guys to see and read my book. It's going to be amazing. So uh, I'm going to wrap this up. I'm going to do a little housekeeping. Um, think about what you think about. Okay. Out of those 60,000 thoughts that you're thinking every day, let's bump Let's bump that positive side up. Instead of having 75% negative thoughts, let's bump that up. If we can get it to 50-50, you're going to have a great life. If you can move it over to 75-25 positive versus negative, you're going to change your life forever in ways that I can't even put into words for you right now. You are amazing. You are awesome. I love you. And I just can't wait for all the, to hear all the awesome feedback when you guys start changing how you think. When you start thinking about what you think about. Um, my book 
is coming out this January. It is called Dear Victim, It's Time for Us to Break Up Now. Uh, it is a story of empowerment through forgiveness, strength, and love. Um, I'm sharing my full personal story from beginning to end uh, and all the things that happened in between, where I got into my personal development, how I overcame the, the childhood sexual abuse, and how I defeated my depression and became a life coach and have just changed my life and by helping others change theirs. So I hope you guys are looking forward to that as much as I am. Uh, thank you again for, you know, just listening to my podcast. I'm so excited that I've had over 100 listeners so far in just two weeks. To me, that is amazing. I don't know if that's good, bad, or indifferent, but to me, that is awesome. And I am so grateful and I'm so thankful for all of you for what it is that you've done for me. Um, it may seem like a little thing to you, but it is an amazing thing for me. Uh, if this podcast or one of my other ones touched your heart, please, please, please share this on all of your social media and with your friends. Leave me a message. Leave me a note. You can find me on all social media under Tammy Loftus uh, on Facebook and Instagram and uh, Twitter. So thank you. Oh, and LinkedIn. I'm on LinkedIn too. So thank you guys so much. Uh, I'm planning on doing another podcast this week for Thanksgiving uh, just to keep you guys uplifted. And if I don't know you, per well, whether I know you personally or not, I wish you the most amazing Thanksgiving ever. Be safe. Enjoy all that awesome food. Enjoy spending the time with your family making that awesome food. Uh, enjoy your Black Friday shopping getting all your Christmas gifts and stuff together, sing your Christmas carols, do whatever family traditions it is that you do, and enjoy all the little things. Remember, think about what you think about. It takes the same amount of energy to think negative as it does positive. So choose, choose wisely and make it positive. Okay, thanks guys. I love you so much. Talk to you soon.